Hey, podcast listeners, Joe C here. Are you digging all the music talk and want to see what my band, The Fallen Electric, has in store? Check us out at thefallenelectric.com for all news, show dates, and contact information. Also, be sure to listen to our album, Never Seen the World, available on all digital music stores and streaming apps. It's time to get electrified. Let's just go and waste some time. in West Covina, California, it's the Foobar Show! Hey, what is up everybody? I am Joe C. And I'm Josh. And thank you all very much for listening to the Foobar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod of most favorite podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a trap. You can always reach us at Foobar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out, drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foo? Of course. Yeah, thanks, man. So, on tap today, we have Steph yet again to join us for another guestless podcast. Yo, 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 what's the dealio? What's, what's up, cra- my dudes? What's cracking, Steph? Well, just... What are you eating there? <clears throat> Stuff in the face with a donut. Krispy <laughs> Kreme? I, I hope what, you have a health and such after that, that donut. <laughs> <laughs> Go run a lap. I mean, <laughs> look, I did lots of laps earlier, uh-huh. so I think I earned this donut. Cool. Okay. It, it, was uh, a, it was a nice chocolate-covered donut with nice mm-hmm. red and green sprinkles oh, oh. in time for the holidays. Quite, quite delicate. <laughs> you know what's also in time for the holidays, Steph? Um, this thing I saw on businessinsider.com. Um it was one of the I, I laughed out loud i was at work and i laughed out loud and everybody's just like what is it and then when i showed them they were like jesus christ oh you're gonna be that guy so <laughs> you're that guy no that it was, it's not out. me hey hey look at this well hang on <laughs> wait till you hear this okay kfc is now selling a log that smells like fried chicken when you burn it what the f- a fire fuck? log 11 herbs and spices, by the way. It has the whole, it has the KFC. It says fire log. It has a picture of the kernel on it. Why? It looks amazing. Why? So that you're, so for, you know, for the holidays, your home can smell like KFC. Because you can't afford real can chicken. Can always have the kernel. You're right. Uh, shoppers can buy the fire logs for $18.99 at kfcfirelogs.com. <laughs> wow. Starting on Thursday, which is the, the day that we record this podcast. And they will be available as supplies last. So I mean, if if you're if you're into novelty shit, for example, the Boring Company's not a flamethrower. Hey, oh yes, Steph. yes that's a necessity yes. for it's, the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's that working out right now? Well, what about this? What about uh, deterring? You know, deterring the zombies uh, to a different direction well, by I, thinking okay. that they're about to get some good fried chicken. That from the log would hmm. be great if you want to deter your family members because they're just going to be disappointed and they're going to leave. Okay. <laughs> So I suggest everybody buy it. That's a multi-million dollar idea. Jesus, bastards. I know. Yep. They beat us to it. We could have stolen the recipe. <laughs> well, and by the way, uh, KFC, is, this isn't new for them. No. Uh, in 2016, the chicken chain gave away 3,000 free bottles of Colonel Sanders' extra crispy sunscreen, which smelled like fried chicken. And the lotion quickly sold out, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess all that really did bad. the users oh, burnt to a crisp when they were laying out in the sun? I don't know. Man, I, well, it was a it was a sunscreen, so yeah, I guess. 
I mean, at least you smell delicious. That's my take. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and and another thing I wanted to bring up, I was uh, I was approached via uh, the interwebs the other day, and oh, okay. and somebody was just like, "So why do you do the uh, Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram?" We've been asking that question for. It's because I respect. It's because I respect the Oxford comma, everybody. By the way, um, before, like a few days ago, did you uh, did you guys hear that Banker Man um, was approached to do the Oscars? Yes. These days? I heard. I heard he was approached which, to do the Oscars, but he declined. I but as Anchorman, as, yeah, Ron, yeah, as Burgundy, Ron Burgundy, yeah. which would have been amazing. Oh, my God. That would have been the best. That would have been the yeah. best Oscars I've ever yeah. seen. And then he could have his co-host on there. Didn't Conan host the Oscars? Once, I Once, believe. Right? Yep. And then everybody scrutinized it, and I can understand why nobody wants to do it now. Kevin Hart's the one who's just like, nah, fuck this. This is yeah, worth it. Yeah. You can only lose. They can't can find anyone right lose. now, right? Like, no, no. And matter of fact, the last time that they uh, uh, came out with any news about them discussing who's going to host it, mm-hmm. it's going to go hostless because nobody wants to do it. Yeah, I you heard it's just going to be lose. presenters. You can only... <laughs> lose stock well because you get scrutinized you get shit on by every fucking person well yeah because you're putting yourself out there oh dude you're totally naked yeah in front of everybody what was that one year ricky gervais was on the oscars and he was just roasting no that was the golden Golden globes Globes. that was the golden Globes. that was amazing that was the best he was just getting getting drunk yeah he was getting drunk and just didn't give a shit like i i think he ripped charl uh charlie sheen because he was there yeah Uh, yeah it was yeah, they have to have. Ah, oh, come on, man! They gotta have more of that. Like, I hate when people get so goddamn like pissy yeah. about that. Yeah, I um, I mean, it, it's it goes to show that the way I guess I don't know, middle America viewed Hollywood, like what whatever their vision was of Hollywood is actually coming true. Yeah, unfortunately, of a bunch of pansies <laughs> just getting upset out of every little thing that it said. Not even like last week. Or two days ago, what was said like a decade ago that they're trying to rehash so that they can make somebody apologize for something? Yeah, didn't uh, Kevin Hart get some flack for some uh, homophobic tweets he he did? Yeah, like, I mean they were funny, but they were ten years ago, and he's I mean he he never really apologized. He he addressed that he's a changed person and that he wouldn't say that these days. Yeah, but they're like it's it's such a power move by the uh, by the Hollywood elite to try to make somebody apologize. Like it's a power oh, move. Oh yeah, they're doing that everywhere now. Yeah, it and sucks. it sucks. I mean, and and who would have thought that you that they would target comedians, the people that like to point shit out that's wrong with society and keep us in check in a funny way? Yeah, I mean, why I, comedians? I've always thought of comedians as outliers. They're the, the monitors. Yes, very much so. <laughs> very much yeah. so. They're the one. They're us, but more vocal, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So and like palatable and pa- and very palatable. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, Brian Regan, uh, Kevin Hart, all of them are fucking great, but they'll tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't give a shit. Yep. Uh, Even I, like the, the classics, like Lenny Bruce, the guy who went to jail several times for just saying, uh, I don't know, maybe like an unaccepted word back in his day, yeah. which is like nothing these days. Yeah, by like, the way. Yeah, like Lenny Bruce. Um, you also had uh, Sam Kinison. Like, you guys. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Richard These guys Pryor. did not have a career in 2018. You know that they actually, uh, I heard that they actually were thinking of asking Eddie Murphy to host the Oscars. And if anyone has more homo- homophobic material, oh, dude. it is Eddie Murphy. Yeah, if from back ever, in his uh, specials. Yeah, from back in the day. Raw, Delirious. Like, yep. there's a lot of homophobic stuff in it. It's funny. 
but it wouldn't fly these. It days. wouldn't fly these days. And I think he since apologized. He actually did. No, apologize. yeah, he actually did come. Yeah, back yeah, apologize. he did apologize. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, it's still funny. It'll get fun. It'll yeah, get fun. I mean, it was back then. Um, you know, these things are said without anybody hoping that nobody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, now more people are getting hurt, or were always getting hurt, and never came forward. Maybe that's what's unclear. Maybe, maybe that they're just finally becoming more vocal in their disdain for mm-hmm. you know for people using that. Uh, and by the way what bugs me too is that um and and you know who brought this to light just recently was a girl with a yellow spoon when she was on the show Mm -hmm. um but when whenever we have guests to break the fourth wall everyone whenever we have guests uh that were that we've never really met or don't know what you know their candor could be on uh you know behind a mic Uh i ask him you know just don't you know no no n-word please no n-word yeah, yeah, yeah um and you know no, no homophobic and she's just like and and no f-word right i was like no you can use the f-word f-word is you know fuck we yeah. all say fuck right we yeah. use this it's in the common uh vocabulary in the old uh, vernacular that we use around here at least in this podcast and so she, and she uh, didn't drink that much yet. yeah she meant she meant it she meant it uh to be fact and we don't you know i'm just like oh wow i don't mm-hmm. I, w- I wouldn't have thought of that as an f word, but yes, please don't say that either. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, I would think that that would be implied. Implied, um, but 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 um, I'm catching more and more people refer to that as the f word now. Yeah. So where? So what's happening to the old f word now? Just normal. It's just <laughs> it's just so no word. Is that f word senior? Well, you, I think there was a study recently done that showed that people who who use profanity and use the f word. Like in a, on a daily basis, mm-hmm. are actually found to be like far more intelligent than the average human being, yeah. than those who do not use it. Mm-hmm. So I think, I, I mean, that's obviously led creators. There to might be a correlation. A uh, I mean, people. I mean, when you think about it, at least people that surround you that you know uh-huh. particularly well, or enough to make some kind of a judgment, um, people who decide not to use it typically are pretty closed off from everything else, from pop culture, from all that. True. So thus, they're not, you know, they because of that, they, they kind of they're not isolate, yeah, they they're isolate not themselves in some kind of bubble, yeah. whether it be a religious bubble, whatever, what have you, whatever kind of thing steers them in that direction. Uh-huh. And I think people who are free about that kind of thing, pretty liberal to throw that the the OG F word around, yeah. um, actually are more open to new ideas and that kind of thing. So correlation isn't causation but i think it might you know that that it's might be something. yeah definitely that, that's just my uh i don't know my theory i guess way to use that psychology well, psychology should... degree man yeah i know this is the one time i get to use it <laughs> we should yeah, do yeah. A, a social experiment mm-hmm. uh-huh. fuck. like er, people social experiment. people that use the word fuck versus people that don't use the word fuck mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know anyone that does not use the word fuck so i think i know like two people and i don't think they'd be comfortable discussing it with me yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah I know and one of them I know a couple of people <laughs> that don't use it. Wait, 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 hold on. The one that doesn't speak English, do they say chingon? No. Chingat? No, she didn't even say that. Really? That's my mom. Uh <laughs> really? Your mom doesn't say that at all. No, my mom doesn't really cuss unless she's pissed. And even then it's like, oh. That's true. You know what? <laughs> my my mom, uh, she doesn't cuss that much either, but one time she actually said fuck. Mm-hmm. And like me and my sister were just like in, in the car and all of a sudden she's like fucking asshole and we're like what the hell <laughs> like, <laughs> like guys, we're like did that come from you like jesus That's it's funny. just so shocking though when it happens it's like what happened here oh no one of my first words was like a curse word my whole family cusses so oh no for me yeah. my dad cusses yeah. like everyone else but my mom like because my mom and my grandma they they don't 
like you know like much like jose's mom they're very like traditional they don't think you know it's very unbecoming to say such language <laughs> and so like when oh, i'm around my mom like i can't you. even say fuck like i gotta say freak or damn it i can say shit now because i'm old now right i'm old enough <laughs> i'm a big boy <laughs> well you don't get that 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 kind of uh, person that likes to clutch at their pearls every time they hear something like that you know? just shiver or get the quiver. vapors and then just you know <laughs> fucking old, faint on the on the kitchen floor old 1920s dame yeah. <laughs> damsel in distress over here like, come on put a sock in it lady. What, what the fuck yeah it's like chill out chill out Overreact much? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you haven't heard her talk with her girlfriends because they're clucking and they're saying all those bad words too. Yeah, well, probably. I mean, I, I'm assuming so. I mean, come on. I know my mom's not a saint. <laughs> she had, <laughs> she had four kids. <laughs> she can't be a saint. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> should we get on with the pot? Yeah. Shall we? Yeah. You, you want to get on with some nerd news? Dude? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nerd News, brought to you by Amazon. Do you shop on Amazon? Would you like to support the show? We'll go to foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Barshow.com. At the bottom of the homepage, click on the Amazon banner, bookmark it on your browser, and do your regular Amazon shopping from there. It doesn't cost you anything, and you're supporting the show. And actually, you know what? We recently uh, opened up. You know, I wanted to talk about this whiskey we're drinking right now yes. for you listeners out Ooh. there that uh, you know obviously can't see, mm-hmm. but for you podcasters, notice we're drinking some whiskey. It is actually Dalwini, Dalwini whiskey, but it's the Game of Thrones whiskey. Yes. So it is it's tasty. What do you think? It's very, it's very good. Um, when uh, when he opened it, Josh just like here, smell this. It looked like his finger, <laughs> yeah. but it wasn't. It was actually the bottom side of the cork. It was and- my finger. And it, it ended up being a swing. It was pretty gross. <laughs> no, um, it smelled really good, and now we're tasting it. And dude, it goes down the hatch so smooth. It's oh, fucking dangerous. Fucking perfect over ice. Mm-hmm. Or you could chill it. Uh, the you know the the container that it comes in. It recommends either over ice or chill. Yeah. And it's fucking amazing. Like I I haven't had a good whiskey like this since a uh, Lagavulin. Mm-hmm. Since we had that Lagavulin. But, you know, speaking of Lagavulin, there are, you know, the whiskeys are available at BevMo. Um, you could probably find them online, but you'll probably have a hard time finding them online. Because I just looked up this one right now, the House Stark Whiskey Dalwini. It's completely yeah. out of stock. Damn. So you probably want to go to BevMo, try it out. Uh, they have, for houses like House Tyrell, it's a Kleinlish Whiskey. Um, they have uh, for the House Baratheon, uh, Royal... Lognogger, Lockknocker, 12 year, mm-hmm. uh, Dalwini for House Stark. Uh, they have Cardew Gold Reserve for House uh, House Targaryen. And then Lagavulin, 9 year for House Lannister. And I have no idea what you're talking about. These are all types of whiskeys. Very, very amazing types of whiskey. Um, can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? Well. No, I will not repeat any of it. The thing? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, go to BevMo. They're great. Uh, I mean, Josie Josie likes it. You know, he doesn't give a shit about Game of Thrones, but he likes the whiskey. No, but the fact that they actually came out with a whiskey that I can fucking drink. And I'm buzzing right now, everyone. Oh, uh, yeah, obviously. He didn't record the first half of the goddamn All right, now we're bringing it up. Oh, we're bringing that up (laughs) now? Oh, hell yeah. You stopped me halfway. (laughs) Hell yeah, I'm bringing that shit up. 
All right, for everybody tuning in, to I mean, obviously this isn't gonna be on the mm-hmm. well, it's gonna be on the on the podcast. But I forgot to record the first what ten minutes of the show. Uh, yeah. So if, this, if it's if the first ten minutes of the show uh, of the show sounded a little weird to everyone, I, I, I was I grabbed it from the Instagram feed. So, <laughs> anywho, jackass, continue. Anyway, yes. So <laughs> I'm allowed one. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I have several. Stories. This is a royal fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. No, it's not. Shut up. Fine. So, <laughs> God damn it, Steph. Each of the distilleries made their own specific whiskey for the Game of Thrones for eight different Game of Thrones houses. Mm-hmm. So, again, this is in, you know, this is for the release of the eighth season of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're doing it. And I think they gave some, they gave like a bottle each to uh, each of the actors as like a going away present. Wow. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, highly recommend going out and uh, checking that out. So, let's continue with some nerd news. Okay. I thought we were out, out on your nerd news. We are. I'm just continuing oh, with it. Sweet. I say continue. Jesus, okay. we got to derail everything. God. Let him finish. <laughs> okay. So, as I had spoken about last podcast, the Elseworlds crossover for Arrow just passed. And... It was amazing. They really? they queued up Crisis on Infinite Earths on the last part perfectly. Like uh, I'll spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen it, mm-hmm. people that ha- you know you guys can go see it on CW. But on the last final scene, um, they have Oliver pick up the phone and everything's back to normal. Oliver is the arrow. Oliver Queen, yeah. Uh, Oliver Queen Arrow picks up the phone and all of a sudden he's like, I thought you were done with us. And on the other line, you see, cuts to another scene, Batwoman on top of the building. Oh, what? And she says, you know, because the villain in there, his name's Deegan. She's like, am I going to have problems with Deegan going forward? And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, because he just made a new friend. And they cut to him in Arkham Asylum. Uh, the character Deegan's like completely deformed and fucked up because he was using the Book of Destiny the Monitor gave him. Uh-huh. And then it cuts to the cell next to him and it's none other than Psycho Pirate. Oh! And Psycho Pirate wears like this mask, this golden mask that allows him to fuck with people's emotions. Uh-huh. Like he ha- he can make people feel like all different types of emotions. And so he's a key component to Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. Because the anti-monitor pretty much plucks him out of the uh, uh, out of Arkham Asylum and brings him to his side, and he they just fuck up everything. Nice. So, yeah, it's it. Everyone go. I recommend go seeing the Elseworlds crossover. All three parts are available on CW and CWC. But the, you know what? They actually alluded to a very. Uh, they added a nice little Easter egg. So they had Easter eggs for Smallville uh, when they went to uh, Supergirl's uh, planet or yeah Earth. All of a sudden, they played the Smallville intro. Like, somebody say... Dick. Yeah. And it's like the farm. It looks like the farm from the TV show on Smallville, but it's the mm. new Superman and his lowest lane. It was great. Well, there was another Easter egg. In the episode, they are able to bring out uh, the Flash from a different Earth. Earth 90. And it was the Flash from the original 90s TV show... Played by John Wesley Shipp, who okay. plays Barry's father in this TV show, right. Flash. So it was actually him in the old school's 90s costume <laughs> coming out. And they're like, wait, Jay? Jay Garrick? Because he plays Jay Garrick in that, uh, in in this show. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, no, my name is Barry Allen. I'm from Earth what 90. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And then he sees John Diggle because, you know, everyone's around. 
um, from both sides, from Flash and from Arrow. And he's like, John, you're missing your ring. I don't see your ring. Now, what that alludes to is John Diggle is in, in Earth 90 is Green Lantern. So oh. there was a there was a fan theory like a couple years back mm-hmm. that uh, John Diggle would eventually be um, Green Lantern. Really? That we would find out that he's Green Lantern because in the comics, John Stewart, the Green Lantern, was an ex-Marine that... He hosted the Daily Show for about a few years, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, eventually Trevor Noah took over. But yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, he, he had... Trevor Noah had but to take Earth over. But in Earth 90! Yeah, in Earth 90. Yeah. <laughs> so the showrunners on Arrow said really? that... <laughs> Nobody was going to... I'm not going to acknowledge all right, that. All right. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. I'll be over here. <laughs> Dickhead. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah okay. Anyways, <laughs> the showrunner, Flash showrunner Todd uh, Todd Helbing and <clears throat> Beth Schwartz, you know, talked about this uh, to reporters and they said that, yes, John Diggle is Green Lantern in the other world, but his story in Flash and Arrowverse in Earth One is to be continued. Wow. So they haven't written that yet, but that may he may become a type of lantern. May not be Green Lantern, but he may be one of the other colored lanterns. You know what? What strikes me, um, at least to question this, uh-huh. is um, who is going from Earth to Earth or reality to reality, passing around spreadsheets of what their Earth is designated. You know, in terms of it being a number. Like, how do they? How does he know I'm from Earth? Like, he comes out saying, "Oh no, I'm from Earth 90." So, like, like it, like he just knows. There's a, so like there- he was issued a number. So there's a weird thing because there are certain people on each planet that are breachers. Okay. So they number like the Earths when they go breaching Earth to Earth. Okay. So they, they're mapping it out. Yeah. So as what, they go? how it how it worked out? Uh, I think in episode um, or in like season two of the Flash when they first introduced the idea of a multiverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Earth One, which is the TV show, said we're Earth One because we found out about the other Earth, so we're claiming Earth One. Okay. So that's how it goes from there, right. and then it just it, it honestly it doesn't really self-explain itself how the numbers come up. I'm just saying. It just says the people. I'm just saying. But it's every person that breaches is the one that tells them what number you are or okay. what Earth you're coming from. So that's pretty much how you know. I mean, you just kind of accept it, man. You just accept it. <laughs> okay. Accept it. Okay. Yeah, I was I- losing sleep. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, now you can sleep soundly. Thanks. Soundly, man. It's the magic of comic books. <laughs> you just go with it. Just go with it, man. Don't make any. Doesn't make any sense. Okay. Just go. I with mean, it. you can lie to me. I don't care. I see an explanation. So that that was fine. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. I mean, come on. Aquaman went from being a nerd, a geeky, nerdy dude in like the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. to being like this badass, bearded fisherman with only one hand and one hand for a hook yep and then all of a sudden he goes back to having both hands again so you can't really explain that can you no exactly no, i guess not exactly you just go with it well just boy is my face red <laughs> it's actually green but okay um so more in a, a stroke <laughs> i think so man <laughs> steph handle him. anyways continuing be cool man <laughs> handled handled good job good job so more on the TV series by DC. Uh, they're actually in deve- they're developing a new Stargirl TV series. So a lot of people aren't really familiar with who the hell is Stargirl. Um, she's actually a very, not very old, but she's 
part of what's called the Justice Society of America, yeah. which are supposed to be the original Justice League from like the 40s, 50s, and 50s. Mm-hmm. So that the Justice Society included Our Man, uh, Star Man, Dr. Fate, um, Sandman, and like a bunch of other guys that were fighting during World War II. So this new series is actually going to be taking place, uh, you know, following this girl, you know, this girl named... Hold on one second. Let me get her name. All right. Breck. Or, sorry, Courtney Whitmore, a.k.a. Stargirl. So, uh, she's going to be a high school teenager who inspires a group of young heroes to take on villains from the past. So, um, Jeff John's actually the right, you know, the he's the head of C, uh, CEO of DC. Um, he created the character in 1999. Mm-hmm. So, he's actually going to be writing the series. So they just started announcing, you know, some cast, um, you know, some uh, casting for some of the characters like Black Cat will be in this series. And Black Cat, he's a former boxer, like heavyweight boxer Mm -hmm. that turned vigilante. And he literally wears a giant, like a cat, a black cat costume. Okay. So he has claws and everything, but he's just this big hulking dude that's fucking dressed up like a giant cat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Sounds weird, man. Sounds very weird. A little (laughs) homoerotic. And, uh... They um they announced the casting of him. It was by Benjamin Bracht. I think he's he started an episode, uh, a few episodes of Walking Dead. I yeah. think he was one of the um, saviors. So uh, they casted him mm-hmm. as that. I think he was one of the ones in the out in the uh, one of the outposts where they killed. Mm. I think the one the first Most recently. Per- or no, like I think from like season eight when they first started going after the outposts and taking out. And started finding out who the hell Negan was okay. right before they met Negan. So it's yeah. one of those actors. But, Benjamin. oh, sorry, Brian Staff. Staff. F. S T A P F. That's a totally different person. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm bad with names. Anyways, <laughs> uh, another casting news. You know, I actually thought this was interesting. None other than our, our, our favorite, our beloved, Joel McHale. Yeah. Will be playing none other than Starman, Stargirl's mentor, and pretty much he's a hero in his own right in the show. Okay. And so Starman, uh, he pretty much he's a he's been a long member, he, long time member of the uh, DC's Justice Society. He uses like a strange anti gravity weapon he calls the Cosmic Staff. Mm-hmm. It's like this it's this weird staff that he can pretty much just fuck everyone up and. It, he's a pretty strong character, so. So is he gonna have like an ongoing role now? Like, yeah, he has a job now. He pretty much he has a recurring <laughs> role on the series Star on the tar, uh, on the Star Girl TV series, Crazy. which will premiere on DC Universe. Uh, it hasn't started production yet. They just mm. started casting, so they haven't released a day, a date yet. It may probably come out in like 2020. Okay, it'll probably give all 2019 uh, to film, but. I mean, it's pretty interesting. I kind of want to see what Joe what Joe McHale does on this show. Yeah, I, I don't mind seeing it. I mean, he's in good shape. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I'm actually interested in seeing this because I, you know, I showed you guys that Titan series on DC Universe that uh, online. Yeah, it was app. pretty cool. It, I was actually pretty surprised. It was actually well done. Yeah, and if you guys keep watching more, um, I believe episode 11 uh, will premiere. Will have premiered on uh, december 14th and that's the final episode of the season mm-hmm. so all all episodes will be up at the time of this recording or you know at the time of this release of the episode okay. so i highly recommend everyone go check them out they're badass they're gritty they hold they hold nothing back um 
and the development of each of the characters like they take their time and what i like that's what i like about these shows is they're taking their time developing you know who these characters are mm -hmm. and growing into rather than just right off the bat giving fan service be like okay the uh, he's nightwing now like after episode two or right anything. yeah right. they're slowly building it so i like that and up uh, you guys haven't seen the episode yet, but he eventually, Robin, Dick Grayson in the show, eventually runs into Jason Todd, the oh. second Robin. And you guys really need to see that episode because you guys, that yeah. will make you guys fi uh, fans they get, big time. They're pretty violent during that interaction, right? Yeah, Jason Todd is a fucking sadist, man. Yeah. He He's a sick bastard in that episode, and yep. it's it's really good. So, highly recommend everyone go out and check out DC Universe. Um, it's the, uh, you know, they're also coming out with the Doom Patrol Mm -hmm. uh, Swamp Thing TV series is going to be on there. And then a Harley Quinn TV series is actually going to show up on there. I'm not sure if Mar Margot Robbie is going to be a part of that. But, yeah. you know, we'll see. So, I actually had one uh, one more thing for uh, nerd news. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's a little interesting for me. So, Fu, you actually yes. saw Tremors for the first time this year, right? Remind me what the hell that was. The with Kevin the, Bacon the movie. The Kevin Bacon movie where the weird little things coming out of the ground with tentacles attacking oh him. yeah yeah that, that movie was awful well no uh, man it's a sci-fi classic <laughs> well, it's a sci-fi sack of shit well uh, you're not was. you're not really going to be happy about this news then oh, man. because a seventh film has been confirmed to be Jesus released Christ. i didn't even know there was a number six <laughs> there they went up to six they, they went up Who to funded six this? netflix uh, someone, someone oh my obviously. god <laughs> uh the last tremors uh the last Tremors movie was Tremors, A Cold Day in Hell. That was Tremors 6. And That's the hour and a half you're going to be spending <laughs> at the fucking movie theater watching Tremors 7? Yeah. 7. 7. 7, seven. Steph. It's coming out in 2019. Oh, my God. Why are, they, why are they keep rehashing this piece of shit? Marathon. People love it, man. Yeah, yeah. People love it. It was awful. Look, it I watched just, the oh, first three. Oh, oh, it was great. You didn't, you, you know what? You just didn't, you weren't able to enjoy it at its prime in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, probably. I know. Maybe I just, maybe I didn't get it. You know what? Maybe I should hold a, a mirror up and see why I'm the one who think it sucks, even though it objectively was a sack of steaming shit. Well, I'm not saying it's coming out in theaters. I'm saying it's probably going to be a direct you know direct a dvd or video release yeah like the last one was um, i'll only accept vhs at this point that way nobody can watch it these days <laughs> except for some old timer oh fucking cabin so vhs player he probably still has a little rewinding device <laughs> wow because you know you know who still has a vhs player huh? you you still have a vhs player it's I, in I, the garage but it's not connected. he refuses but you still to have let go. you never VHS. know you never know when I'm going to go move in a cabin with my rewinding device. I'm going to pop in Trevor 6. Do you still have a, rewind, uh, a rewinder? No, it broke. Oh. <laughs> the rewinders always break. They yeah. don't last yeah, like they're, they're, 40, they're so cheap. When I remember as a kid, I would have, uh, like my grandma for some reason had the rewinder way in the corner of the house or completely yeah. away yeah. from the TV. You had a, and I had to like, yeah. I had to go past the dining room table. And I would put the DV, the 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 VHS in, and I would just sit there, 
<laughs> watching it. Yeah. What else are you gonna do? He's like, oh. And especially if you had like multiple VHSs that you wanted to watch back to back, like because right. I had the I wanted to watch like the Batman movies, the yeah, Tim Burton ones. Video playlist. Yeah. So I would rewind Batman. Then then after that, Batman Returns. Then after that, Batman Forever. And then I threw away Batman and Robin. <laughs> as, as you should have. Then, as you should have and then once you watch the videos over and over again and you rewind them you knew exactly when it was going to pop up yeah after mm-hmm. being rewound mm-hmm. yeah you just timed it you just timed it perfectly and pop also vhs kind of told the next person who saw the porn that you just finished at what point you came because at that point you stopped it probably went to go clean up and probably didn't rewind it <laughs> So wherever what kind of monster are you? That's an, extra, that's an extra six dollars for not rewinding. No, no, I'm talking about like if you're at a bachelor pad with a few guys, and you know, so it, you you all, sh- I don't know, if, I don't know if this happened. Back you're in digging the day. yourself uh, a really big hole right yeah, now. Yeah, you want to really go down this rabbit hole? All right, let's see how, how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> don't call me out like that. <laughs> so I mean, I'm just saying, right? I mean, wouldn't that happen in in a house that shares a VHS? I mean, you're, you're going to tell... I mean, the, you're pretty much telling the next guy. Yep. No, man, there's Pornhub. It's like the Netflix of porn. I'm talking about back in the day, woman. I'm talking about like in the 90s when there was no Pornhub. All you had was a VHS lying around the house somewhere. And, and, and you know, when you're done, I mean, why, why keep watching it? I'm not watching this for the storyline. I mean, he's got a point. So back whose in my porn day, were you watching? I'm just stating a scenario that likely would have happened if you fucking just think about it for a second. God damn, this whiskey's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Josie, you had some news for us, didn't you? Yeah, um, so I saw online, and this is off of this website called nerdmuch.com. Hmm. Um, it said, Wonder Woman 2 official, officially titled Wonder Woman 1984. And the one image that, that they're able to provide in the article is her in front of like uh, 12 old tube uh, TV screens. Um, like 1984, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and, and on the screens, is it like mall security cameras where they just see, you know, Tiffany? You know, they have all. They're, the- they're like surveillance cameras of, of things happening all throughout the world. Like, oh. um, like there's a there's a jet airplane here somewhere. There's somebody that looks like they're on a yacht. Uh, looking out. One of them doesn't even have a signal. It's those uh, vertical rainbow lines. Oh, okay. well, uh, I mean, if they're in the 80s, a better title would have been. Wonder Woman 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's already taken. Yeah, that might yeah. already be Sadly. Taken. Sadly. <laughs> Good uh, one, though. Yeah. So, I mean, for months, we've referred it as Wonder Woman 2. Or that's, I mean, at least what I would have called it. But I wouldn't know any better because I wouldn't know where the plot goes from there. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, what... Does, do they any news on the plot? Or? Well, Patty Jenkins confirmed uh, a while back that the next film in the series would... Uh, again, be a period piece set in the 1980s rather than in uh, you know like World War One times in the in the yeah in the yeah show show us certain certain amount of distance from when mm-hmm. what happened in World War One yeah but uh, the title of the film wasn't the only uh, revelation that the director confirmed uh, Chris Pine Steve Trevor is apparently making his return within Wonder Woman in 19 Wonder oh, Woman 1984 yeah, so pictures. he's making another appearance I don't know if it's going to be a flashback or if he's actually going to be a part of the main plot. Uh, of it, which is so, it's a little confusing that for those who remember the first film, because you know he died. Yeah. Spoiler alert: If you need it by now, go fuck yourself. Yes. Uh, the first movie uh, in 1917, during the climax of World War One, that's when he died. Um, 
Or supposedly died. Or supposedly died. Yeah, I mean, if if we were to maybe estimate that his age in the movie was 20, I mean, he'd probably be in his 90s by 1984. Yeah, or dead. So <laughs> Already. Or, or dead, <laughs> right. Unless something was going on, or if they're purely using him as a flashback type of thing. Uh, you know what? I don't think they're using him as, as a flashback, because uh-huh. I've seen some... Uh, they they released some set photos. Uh, in, I think during um, like Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's and, in a jumpsuit. Yeah, he's in like this weird jumpsuit, like you know, an '80s tracksuit yeah. that dads used to wear all the goddamn time. And <laughs> windbreakers. Like, yeah, and it shows him talking to Wonder Woman and like them all. So crazy. I I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, it doesn't seem. It just doesn't seem right. Like something's off. Or maybe like, she just sees him. In other people, like as they walk by, like she's hallucinating. Yeah, or something. one of those things. Maybe, maybe. And they just teased it like that. Yeah, who knows? I am really interested to see how they bring mm-hmm. him back. That's that's going to be very interesting. And you know, part of the charm of Wonder Woman um, that was that you know when she came to the real world, uh-huh. when she left her island and came to the real world, she was amazed by everything, by ice cream, by all the jewelry, yeah, the, the how uh, men and women were unequal and all that shit. You know, it's like what the fuck, uh-huh. like uh, how amazed she is. So she's going to be just as perplexed by all the new technology that comes about in the 1980s. I thought she doesn't go back. She doesn't go back. She doesn't go back at the end of the first movie. All right, so what happens at the end of the movie? At the end of the movie, she ends up just staying because uh, she can't go back because she stole like the, that sacred gear. Mm-hmm. And they told her that if she left, she would never be allowed to return. So she ended up just staying. So I think from what, from what I remember, mm-hmm. um, they were saying that this, this movie is going to be her after dealing with the tragedy of Steve Trevor. And then just her living her life, you know, living in the real world for the for those 60 years. Interesting. That wasn't my takeaway. At least that's not what I remember it to be. Because at the end of Wonder Woman, if, if mistake me, I mean, uh, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm mistaken. Uh-huh. But um, wasn't it like her discovering like Bruce Wayne uh, at the end of that first movie? No, they because flash, that would have been present day. They flash forwarded mm-hmm. to present day. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know they're skipping. They they skipped that period. Yeah. You know from what happened. So I think that's the point that they skipped over that intentionally. Mm-hmm. And then in this movie so they're they can gonna fill the gap. Yeah, and I think in this movie because she's immortal, she's a god. You know, as we mm-hmm. saw in the first movie, she's mm-hmm. half god. So I mean, naturally, you know, she's stuck out there in the real world now. She's gonna see and experience all these weird things. Yeah. So I think from what I remember, Patty Jenkins said that this movie movie was going to really explore why diana left Mm. because remember um batman like alluded to that it's like why did you leave you abandoned everyone you know you were out there yeah and all of a sudden you disappeared Mm -hmm. so it's like they're gonna you're you're really gonna find out exactly why she left i think in this movie Ah, so and then came back during when like superman comes in yeah yeah Yeah. exactly because i probably wonder woman 3 i hope i would hope would be in pres- set in present day. Um, if not, I mean, I don't mind it being in the 90s. I like, I love the 90s. It's her going through her uh, breakdance stage. No, it's a grunge, grunge phase. Oh, it's a grunge phase. Grunge Look, man, phase. she's okay. just you trying know. to live her best life. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, and that, that's uh, that's the latest we have for Wonder Woman 2. So that that got me excited about watching the, Wonder Woman, uh, the next Wonder Woman movie because that reminded me of how awesome the first one was mm-hmm. when we watched it. And, and the hopes we had for what was to come. Yes. And then get disappointed by Batman Superman uh, and all that justice. Well, you know that. what? Batman vs. Superman did not set up 
Batman, it did not set up Wonder Woman very well, mm-hmm. and it did not set up Justice League very well. But Wonder Woman stood stood on its own very well, and I'm actually holding on a hope that Aquaman will do the same. And it'll just kind of continue that. That the standalone, I, yeah. I want the standalones to be successful, and then once the standalones are successful, I hope that that translates to success for Justice League. Yeah. But, I mean, so far, I mean, everything, I'm hearing nothing but great things about Aquaman, which makes me excited. to. Yeah, no, it's, it's it. good to hear that, you know, they're doing a good job with it. The critics seem to accept it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it comes out when? Next week? Officially? It comes out, yeah. Officially, it comes out mm-hmm. next week on the 21st on Friday. Uh, everyone probably could go see it on the 20th on Saturday, on Thursday. Yeah. Um. I, you know, I, I kind of had a feeling it would probably be good because of the director, James Wan. Um, James Wan, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the name, he is the director of Insidious, the Insidious mm. movies. So Insidious 1, 2. Um, he pretty much started that entire universe. So from what I from what I heard, his directing style really translated to this movie. Like, it's dark. It's gritty. It's still comical because obviously it's Aquaman. No yeah. one's going to take Aquaman seriously. So, But it, the blend, I heard, works really well. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So everyone go catch Aquaman. Be dope. And Aquaman, give us free stuff. <laughs> okay. Woo! <laughs> free stuff. stuff. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for new news, everybody. <laughs> I didn't get to talk about Garfield. No one cares about Garfield. Oh, you wanted to talk about Garfield? No. It's too late. Garfield without Garfield? No, that's tell us about Garfield. Yeah, tell us about Garfield oh, without Garfield. Oh, now you guys want to listen. About... <laughs> so apparently, this oh, is... Oh, 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 you got it. Let me just put this back on. <laughs> <laughs> this whole show was too hard. Obviously. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so though. I just discovered this, and it's called Garfield minus Garfield. And <laughs> this author called... This author, Dan Walsh has erased all of Garfield's talking points and Garfield himself from the comic strip. So it's pretty much just John talking to himself and then like two or three blank panels. It's kind of depressing, but hilarious at the same time. Well, I mean, technically, isn't he talking to himself already? <laughs> don't, don't you laugh track me. I never, no. I never liked Garfield. No, because everybody else can hear Garfield. Garfield's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, he hates Mondays and loves the lasagna. Yeah, fat bastard. <laughs> Just like anybody else. And he hates the dog. <laughs> and he hates the dog. All right. Uh, so far, so good. <laughs> what yeah, else so you apparently got? This, is a, this was like an online comic strip like in 2008. What? It's been around for like 10 years and I just heard about it. Oh like, my shit. God. You, you know, Very did you guys niche. ever watch Garfield and Friends? Yeah. Yeah, I, I love Garfield. That really did not make that that show didn't make sense to me. I mean, I, I I liked Garfield, but then when that one came on, I was like Garfield and Friends. But where's Garfield? It's just all his friends. It's just all his friends, like animal friends. I'm just what like the, fuck? the little lamb and yeah, the little lamb, the pig. Uh, I I can't remember everyone, but I, I remember so I was just always th- perplexed there was by this never, cartoon. Garfield would he, just never never show up. He would show up occasionally, but majority of the time it was like the supporting characters that would occasionally pop up on the panel they pretty much just dedicated an entire show to them and they're on a farm yeah oh that's right there's a chicken there's a chicken there it is that was weird there was no land there was a duck a pig a chicken 
And the egg with the feet because he hasn't yeah, hatched all the way. because the egg hasn't hatched all the way. So it's just an egg with feet sticking out on the bottom. Wasn't that a commercial around. back in the 90s of just like uh, they were trying to sell those eggs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I think the that's mascot where mascot was that. Oh, man. Yeah, I think that's where it came from. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, gar- <sighs> anyway, I highly recommend you checking it out. It's a free web yeah, comic. There's nobody would pay for that. <laughs> you know what killed Garfield for me? You're so mean. I like Garfield. <laughs> no, you know what killed Garfield for me? When Bill Murray played him. That, that Was it the, the live action? The live action one. Okay. That, that was completely, 100%, entirely unnecessary. Cabbage. Did not Did not need to happen. No, and you know what? Bill Murray even alludes to <laughs> that. That's his only regret in in Zombieland. Remember when he gets shot? Yeah. And what? Woody, <laughs> Woody Harrelson's like, "Do you have any regrets, Garfield? Maybe." <laughs> and, then he, <laughs> and then he dies right after that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Good poor, times. poor Garfield. Poor Garfield. <laughs> You're damn right. Was that worth it, Steph? It was. Was that? Fucking one. It was you know, because you, I appreciate Garfield. Yeah, only one. Anyway, what else we got? Are you on weed? Give me some. I'll smoke you two under the table. It's from the bomb. Or lack thereof today. A good old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No thanks to the foo. By the way, we're gonna we're gonna we're just gonna we're gonna come out with it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? The foo was uh the foo <laughs> was supposed to well the foo's supposed to be doing the sports show. Was with you? Yes. Uh, I don't think he's showing up to that anymore. However, he also took your bong or the bong, the community bong that uh, you all use for your dabbing. Yes. Situation. Yes. He he. <laughs> he commandeered the bong. He commandeered the bong without letting any of us know. I did not know he did it. As soon as I got home, you know, I I was excited because I was starting my weekend today. Um, Josh's and birthday it's tomorrow. My birthday tomorrow Woo! for everyone. Happy uh, birthday, man! Thank you, thank you. And birthday, so I was stoked. I'm like, yes, I'm gonna start dabbing, get fucked up today. As soon as I walk in, I walk outside. I see the dog, like normal. I look to the left where we keep the bong and everything. Nothing. I'm like, what? What's what's happening? Instant panic. Just immediately. <laughs> this sound. Exa- is the exact sound that came over me as soon as I saw there was no bong. I was freaking out. I was like, what is happening here? I see the little napkin that we use to wipe the pick laying in Pluto's bowl, water bowl. So I immediately clean that out because I'm like, ooh, this is not going to end well if he li- even drinks an ounce of that water. Wow. So I I was like frantically looking around the house. I'm like, where the fuck is this goddamn bong and torch? I texted him. I texted everyone. No, no one responded except for Josie. So the foo's <laughs> the one who doesn't respond. Exactly. So I'm freaking out even more. And then Josie's angry. He's just like, oh, that sucks. Why does that happen? Like, okay. what, 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 what the hell? Finally, a couple, like, a few, what, 30 minutes later or something. Like, I, I ended up, I was so pissed off. I'm like, you know what? I'm just taking a nap. Fuck this. <laughs> so I woke up from my nap and I see it. And the food took it to one of our cousin's house. And didn't tell anyone and decided to just keep it in his car while he drives to the Galactic, you know, Federation and works. I don't know, which man. is a which is a great idea. You figured the Galactic Federation would be littered with bombs. Right? But uh, apparently not. No, no, no. <laughs> but suffice it to say, we're not as high. We're mostly drunk today. Yes. 
which is okay. I mean, we're still foobard regardless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm more sweaty than normal, but yeah. It was funny because I'm just like, I, I heard it when he woke up this morning and he went into the backyard. And I'm just like, what is that sound? It's one of those somebody, yard foods. Yeah, it was a yard food. <laughs> and I hear some rustling. And then all of a sudden, I just hear somebody like as if they were throwing water into the garden. So I'm just like, oh, he's probably changing the dog's water bowl. Uh-huh. And then you know That's that nice. whole situation with the with the bong went missing. I was like, ah, oh, that. Yep. <laughs> you, just, you just put two and two together. Tis the foo, twas the foo. <laughs> Was yes. Anywho, the holidays are upon us, and uh, what better thing to give your uh, cannabis loving friends than some last minute cannabis gifts Ooh. for them? And uh, good old Leafly.com, Josh. Leafly. They come. They come through every time. In the clutch. <laughs> Well, Leafly said, Josh, we got you covered. Yeah. Check out some of these last-minute gifts for your stony nights and elevated days that will keep your loved ones bright and merry all season long. Okay. So uh, one of the ones that they they recommend is Holiday Joint Cards by Kush Cards. There's a so on the picture that I'm looking at, it's it just pretty much looks like it's a card, Uh and then tied to the front of it is just a joint. Oh, sick! (laughs) And then um, there's a there's an upside down weed leaf with a Uh bow, and it says "Let's get high under the mistletoe." (laughs) (laughs) And you can get this for like five ninety nine at kushcards.com. So it has like a little joint holder. Right I'm on there. It. <laughs> Cushcards.com. Yep, and they have multiple uh, multiple collection of holiday centric cannabis joint cards. So in case you forgot to grab a card on the like on the way to the next holiday party, no worries. You can just you know, get a joint, <laughs> get that card, and you're fucking golden. Uh, the next one is a uh, smoke screens by Smojo. Uh, it's a brand of permanent smoking screens that you can put on the um, on on I don't know on your device. Almost Perm- a, uh, on your pipe. Permanent uh, smoking screen. Yeah, so almost every pipe enthusiast has run into a clog. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, Smojo's unique smoke screens have solved the problem with their stainless steel screen insertions. Uh, buy one, uh, buy one, uh, or, or go for the 24 pack and hand these out like Christmas cookies at your next uh, gift exchange. So it looks a little weird. It looks like a. It looks like a hand like coming out at you. I mean, if you take a look at it. Oh, what the heck? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, even it's look. That's like a claw. Yeah, it looks like a claw. Yeah, it's, it, it looks weird. It but looks I like think... one of those lady devices they use to stop pregnancy. Oh, God. A hanger? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that that, 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 that device. Jaw, that Jaws of life. <laughs> Jaws of life. <laughs> it's an IDU. It's a IDU. There you go. IUD? Interuterine IUD? device. IUD? I don't know. One of those. Interuterine device, oh, IUD. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's we're like, gonna start using IUDs for uh, unclogging our pipes. Yes. Sweet. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Going to my medical supply store. And of course, if if you want to get uh, somebody who you know likes to smoke bowls or, or actually you know use flour, mm-hmm. uh, get them a nice grinder. Uh, there's a good there's a good grinding company called United Machining, and they make a pretty decent grinder. It's not cheap. It's like 95 bucks. Uh, but you can spurge on quality with this grinder uh, by, uh, again, United Machining. The, the stainless steel three-piece design will grind your herbs seamlessly, um, and it'll just kind of hold on to that keef at the bottom, too. Mm-hmm. Like, And it never goes bad. Apparently, it's a good quality stuff. It'll it'll continue grinding for generations. Oh, so. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> 
Uh, the other one is uh, Joint Packs by this uh, company called Higgs. But we've had uh, similar. We've had other other companies uh, that you've purchased, I believe. What were they? The, the nope. Lowell? They're the Lowell, the Lowell Herb Company. Mm-hmm. Um, they're primarily located here, obviously, in California. Um, but damn, those little packages, those little herb packs that came in, you could either buy an eighth, which would have about, what, like five joints? Yeah. Five, five pre-roll joints, like, they were the fat teeth. joints. Yeah. Or you can get like a pack of 10 or, so, or 8, uh, I think. I think it was... Uh, no, I think about 10. I think 10. That, sounds that right. was the quad. Right. The 10 was the quad, and that motherfucker was dick, but goddamn. Like, that was... Those were high-quality mm-hmm. joints. Um, they even told you, like, on the outside of the packaging, uh, what strains were in there. Like, yeah. the, the certain percentage of each strain yeah, they're really that you good were getting. About that. Yeah, they're very professional. And they came, not only that, but they also came with matches included yes. in the box that yes. you can strike and light your joint with. Yeah. How convenient and how good of an idea was that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think for a while we were smoking joints and... Um, I think only one blunt, but with matches after that, because we saw the value in using a match to light it, not, you know, having any, inhaling any of that butane from a lighter. Yeah. So yeah, Lowell's highly recommended. They have some, I think they sell at a uh, 3C and other vendors in LA. Right on. Yeah. Well, they, they recommend other things like vape mm-hmm. pens, uh, different like kinds of wacky looking pipes. Um, and uh, this last one is a Mason Balm by a company called Mineral. So, uh, is dry skin giving you and your loved ones the winter blues? Check out the Mason Balm by Mineral. Sage and sandalwood offer calming effects while the 250 milligram of hemp CBD and an added blend of terpenes soothe irritations. So, I mean, that sounds like a good time if you want to get a good massage. And uh, of course, CBD oil. Um, and if you want to get the pets something, you know, get them yeah. some, some uh, pet CBD, and they'll chill the fuck out and they'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have an old, um, an old one. Yeah, or if you have a dog that, or any any pets that have any arthri- you know, type of arthritis. Right. You know, CBD is perfect for those kind of animals. Word. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, that's all I got. I mean, can you think of other kinds of gifts? That you can give people. Oh man, the the multitudes of them. You can get edibles if you guys want to go. Oh, you know, true. go to your local dispensaries, get some, uh, get someone a nice edible. Um, I know a lot of places nowadays they have those, uh, like those chocolates. You know those chocolate edibles, the blueberries. They come in blueberries, coffee beans. Okay. Uh, remember, I believe Three yeah. C used to sell those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we used to eat those. They like each. Almost each little ball, it's like a little thing of chocolate, and each of them is like only two and a half milligrams of marijuana. Mm-hmm. Uh, that ha- you know, so you could just have like two of them and you'd be chill for the whole day. Nice. So I highly recommend those. Like, I mean, especially if you're gonna, you know, want to give them, get something for uh, an older gentleman or, you know, older right. person. You know, they love those types of, uh, yeah, it's easy. Types of gifts. Just, yeah, you know, for, for those, uh, Looking for somebody that works out, you know, looking to give a gift to their workout friends, mm-hmm. their CBD water. Exactly, yeah. Yep. CBD water, they have droplets. Um, most places you'll be able to find nowadays uh, breath strips. And I've had the uh, opportunity to experience those. Those actually work. Yeah, like, I they, bet. They taste like shit, but they work. I'm sure it's a rush. It, it is. Like, uh, I, I had some from our, our local dispensary here, and it was like a tropic tropic flavored one mm-hmm. it did not taste that well uh it, you know you put it on your tongue but right after oh man i was chill i was i was chilling Same. i was Great. good 
and no psychoactive effects, which uh, kind of sucked. But, uh, you know, that's fine. That's fine. It still worked. still worked <laughs> for those that aren't still in the that. W column. Exactly. Nice. Exactly. Well, that's going to do it for another joint report. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. Yeah. Once I get my bong back. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, huh? Oh. Is everybody ready for uh, the music highlights? Music. Well, Eargasm, Eargasm High Fidelity Earplugs already trusted by 100,000 customers and growing. Enjoy your favorite activities without worrying about damage to your ears. Keep the noise to a minimum, but still hear people talking and hear music with clarity. Discreet design and it comes with a lightweight aluminum case for easy transport. Click through the banner at foobarshow.com to get yours and help support the show. Eargasm, put it in your ears. Put it in your ears. <laughs> yeah. Well. This first song that I wanted to bring in for today is a song that I can guarantee you guys have heard at one point in your life. It is not a new song, but have you ever heard of this band, Josh, called The Ides of March? Yes, actually, I have. Yeah, yeah I have. Cool, right. uh, cool old school band. Yeah. Uh, Steph, are you familiar with The Ides of March? I am not. This, uh, they're mainly known as a one-hit wonder success, and they have the one song that... I mean, it, it fucking hits hard. It hits heavy right from the start. You got the horns. You got the band. You got the vocals fucking kicking ass all together. Oh, man. This song is called Vehicle. Inside my car, I got pictures, got candy. I'm a lovable man, and I can take you to the nearest star. I'm your vehicle, baby. I'll take you anywhere you wanna go. I'm your vehicle, woman. By now, I'm sure you know that I love you, love you, need you, need you. Yeah. you got to have your child. Great God in heaven, you know I love you. Yeah, the whole fucking song's gold, man. You're fucking gold. So I have heard this song. Before. Oh yeah, this song. Don't know great. who sings it. Yeah, yeah. Eyes of March. Yeah, it's honestly a very underrated song. Distinctive uh, horn section. Oh, we dude. still hear to today yeah. commercials and, and the shit vo- like that. The vocals aren't bad. Like, yeah. it has like a Tom Jonesy kind, kind of, of feel yeah, to it. Bit. You know, Ooh, I like, like that. It's it's pretty sick. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I like how he's trying to get this woman into a car. It's like, hey, lady, I got candy. Yeah. I'll be able to vehicle man. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, don't, they don't write lyrics like that anymore. Oh, either. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this is a nice pull, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about this. I like, I actually like, <laughs> love, like, these these old school type of songs. This is dope. Yeah, and then they throw in a little guitar solo. Oh, yeah, man. That distortion on the bad guitar. Oh. It's fuzzy as fuck. Oh. Meow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, put it on your fucking playlist. Oh, dude, this is like a Throw workout. It on every party. This too. is like I mean, a workout playlist kind vehicle. of song for sure. If you want to get jacked, just fucking put on the eyes of March. <laughs> <laughs> BK. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
man. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah, dude. This next one is a song uh, that came out this year, uh-huh. 2018. Uh, it's a single off of this brand, uh, the band Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, I th- they've been around for some time now, and this is their latest effort. Bring Me the Horizon. Have you ever heard of them, Steph? I probably have. I, who knows at this point? I never remember <laughs> any band's names. Well, check it out. Here you go. song mantra so it's a song by a british rock band bring me the horizon it was produced by the band's vocalist oliver sykes and their keyboard player jordan fish um so they released it this year as a single mantra Uh but it's going to be coming out as part of their um album coming out next year which is their sixth studio album called amo amo uh, the track was released as the first single from, um, back in August, oh, and it, it, it topped the UK rock and metal singles chart. This is pretty dope. There. When did this come out? It came out in August. Okay. Of the, okay. Uh, August twenty first, twenty eighteen. Okay. Damn. This is yeah. This is pretty badass. I can't. They're pretty cool, man. I, they, they've been uh, hitting up the uh, the festival circuit recently. I okay. think they're going to be playing some shows uh, with some notable acts. That I think maybe even. Ju- uh, they're gonna be headlining, not like the main headline, no, but they're no, gonna no, be obviously. like in that bracket, that last bracket of yeah, uh, yeah, bands like right that go before, up, right before the right headliner, before the almost. Headliner. Okay. Yeah. So they've been, I mean, they've been uh, really putting their best foot forward these uh, last few years, and mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm interested to see what the rest of the album is gonna sound like because they have a pretty cool sound about them. Yeah, I like very the refined. Sound. But you know, there's these bands, and um, I don't know if it's just it's either Canada. Or it's the South that keeps shitting out these uh, these songs. I don't. Um, for example, I mean, we're, uh, when we were eating earlier today, we were talking about Nickelback, and they have oh. a really. Huh. I'm not yeah. gonna shit all over Nickelback, but they they have this specific sound that can be found at with any generic kind of new metal type of band. Yes, like yes. That, it's very crisp. It's very overproduced. The the when everybody stops playing, the it sounds too clean it's too clean it sounds too clean clean and and too more formulaic yeah i mean you know it and songs that sound too clean there's nothing wrong with them i mean if you like them they're vanilla but yeah but it's too vanilla it's It's, too watered down in my opinion and yeah i'm I'm the same like as you know as far as music wise i'm a purist three doors down became that after a few albums after after superman uh, i think like when they started doing like 
more uh, more of those songs that were like in they support all, of the they troops. Just, they turned into ballads. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's essentially what Nickelback is. They're ballads, but this band right here, like it this, is a have nice that crispy thing that going on that no. these other bands have. And I like that it's choppy. Like there's you know there's like pauses in between some of the chords. It's like produced, at, in, in, but yeah, it's not overproduced. Not overproduced at all. So, like it's yeah. authentic, and that's the type of music I like. I like more authentic because you could feel you know the effort and the you know that was put through into making these songs and producing them yeah so i i really enjoyed the production value on it yes and that was, uh, it was nice wanted everybody to check that the, out. and then that band name again was that name of the band is bring me the horizon bring me the horizon so check out more of their stuff it's it's pretty good i checked out a lot of their stuff earlier today or reminded myself of who they were because apparently i knew who they were without knowing who they were <laughs> it's one of those things where you like you've heard their stuff but you're yeah. just like, oh, i wonder who sings that you never look into it steph knows very much about that yes all the time. It has to be all the time. <laughs> wow, I typed in bring and initially it comes up. Bring me go. the horizons. And there you go. Yeah, your computer again. is listening to you. Son of a bear. Well, speaking of Steph, Steph, you brought this one to my attention last night when we were, um, I don't, I, what were we doing? Just driving home? Suicidal tendencies are back at oh, it. Oh, that wow. was that was after the last podcast. Oh, was it? Yeah. Suicidal tendencies, I heard, huh? Remember I, those guys? Yeah. I first heard this particular song on the way home. Uh, on the radio. Okay. It's like, who is that? This is a great song. And then all of a sudden, the DJ was like, oh, this is Suicidal Tendency. Mm-hmm. Right. What? Like, what the you have fuck? a new song? Yeah. Now and, I'm intrigued. And uh, this uh, is their 13th studio album. Jeez. And the name of the album is called Still Psychopunk After All These Years. And it's a, it's, I mean, Suicidal Tendency, they're like a crossover thrash punk band. Yes. Um, and they released this back in September. And shit, I mean, it was not on my radar, but I'm enjoying the shit out of this particular song. Uh, specifically also because it is F-U-B-A-R. Fubar. <laughs> Oh my god, this is my new, this is our new theme song. (laughs) Damn, this is sick. Suicidal Tendencies. Keeping it real. Keeping it real, man. 13 albums later. This is one of the songs that you can just get in the pit and go crazy. Fucking just start fucking up people. Somebody's gonna have a bloody nose coming out of this pit. I'm gonna start doing kung fu in the pit. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, this is sick. That, uh, you know, they're they're still out there. The fact that they still exist is awesome. Um, keeping it real keeping it real I mean I used to go to high school with, all, with a bunch of um, suicidal tendency fans where you know those kids that had I'm sorry uh, <laughs> they, uh, I almost hit them in the face of the microphone uh, those kids that had the uh, the bill flipped uh, you know flipped oh up the yeah on the, on the all the time and, you know, suicidal tendencies those on. bros the bros mm. with the yeah the punk the, bros the punk with the trigger hats with the trigger hats yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah I enjoyed the shit out of it makes you want to mosh right now seriously Sí, <laughs> sí.
Well, I uh, we were supposed to have uh, Rundown Creeps on the show today. Oh, they, yeah. We were supposed to have a guest, huh? Yeah. Huh. We're, huh. It's all good. How'd that work out? They had a reschedule because uh, I, the, the schedule guy, I don't know, he got fucked they up. They didn't think we were real. I, I guess they didn't think we they were a real thing. Real. No, but Rundown Creeps, <laughs> we're going to look forward to having him on next week. So it'll be released next Saturday. And it uh, should be a good time. I, they're good guys. I've known them for some time. Back when I was in, uh, in the band The Hotline, oh. uh, we played a couple shows with them. We played this show in uh, in this close community in Rancho Cucamonga. And then my buddy Josh, another Josh, he called, it, he called it Ranchella. 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 <laughs> I got so drunk at Ranchella. <laughs> I, went, I went into the bathroom. I was with my friend. Uh, and I went into the bathroom. I was like, okay, let me turn on the water. And then let, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw up in the bathroom. Right? Let the right. water mask everything. Nope. She heard everything. It came out and she's just like shaking her head. Like, you <laughs> motherfucker. Did you really think the water would mask your I wasn't, throwing up? Because I was trying heaving? to be like super quiet about it. I thought I was a genius for turning on the water. No, nope. thought you were like fucking throwing up like a bird? Because I could, I could <laughs> hear myself. I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm Obviously. fucking stealthy right now. <laughs> yeah, you were wrong. Meanwhile, you're like, like the scene from freaking uh, Amer- uh, Team America <laughs> when the doll's just throwing up oh. like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Her whole shaking. body's just shaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then I was just like, I got to lie down. And then I fall asleep on the couch and the next thing i know the sun is up (laughs) what what year is it (laughs) buddy 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 we have to go back in time buddy we gotta save your kids buddy it's like what the fuck just happened (laughs) where am i (laughs) so anyway uh yeah run down creeps they opened up that show And thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod on most major podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Food Bar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow has our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> Check us out, drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foods. I've been Josie. I got hopping boom boom here, man. Goddamn. And for Steph, sign it off, saying, don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs>